Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Welcome, everyone, to Geraldine Tegelov Live. And yes, I'm Geraldine. Another fabulous week to get our dreams happening in the most amazing ways. Time to ramp up our spiritual fitness and really uh, grow our knowledge and understanding around all the universal laws that are working within our lives. Yes, getting to know them and how we actually work in alignment with these laws is just paramount to our creating happiness and success, regardless of how well you know this information from personal experience, it's always a great idea to hear it over many, many times, yeah, (laughs) because this is how it really sinks into our unconscious mind. So we begin to put this knowledge and understanding on autopilot. I mean, we've got enough to think about and do and say and act and everything during a day. Wouldn't it be great to have all of these things on autopilot so we just naturally work with that those universal laws and we don't even have to think about them? <laughs> that would save a lot of time, effort and energy, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, that's what we're going to uh, look at today. It's great. When we begin to live in accordance with these laws without even having to be consciously aware of it. Oh, I just love it. So this week I'm going to be chatting about that, you know, universal law. So, okay, best get into things. Um, I'd like to begin with what is considered the first law of the universe, The law of cause and effect. Now, if we are able to align ourselves even with this one law, then, you know, basically everything else falls into place. It is just a fabulous way to go. Because the truth is that whatever reality we are experiencing at this particular moment in time, whether we see that as positive or negative, We have caused it to be that way. And yes, I know, and you've probably heard this a million times. uh, I understand if you're listening and and thinking to yourself, there's no way I have caused this. There is just, I, I just wouldn't go and do this. There's no way I would have created being broke and feeling miserable or, you know, going through job loss or whatever. Yep. No, it's not my fault. This was caused by someone or something. Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but, and I say this so gently and lovingly, 
No matter what we may be experiencing and no matter what we think has caused it, it is all of our doing. Now, I promise that during this show, I'll help you understand why and also explain how you can turn things around so as to, you know, really experience fabulous results. The results that will put a smile on your face and a song in your heart. Woohoo! <laughs> How good does that sound? And yes, we will go through things today so that you can actually do that and start putting this first law on autopilot, which would be fabulous because believe me, once you get to truly know this and put it into uh, action in your life, then things just change in amazing ways. But before I get into that, I want to give you a reading, okay? And I've just chosen a card. And of course, the card that has come out today, which always happens, it just seems to naturally align with what I'm talking about, <laughs> is the card of a new perspective. <laughs> Sometimes I just I just smile to myself the way it all unfolds in beautiful ways. Now, this gorgeous card is for, from my Alchemy for Now transformational deck. Uh, these cards not only look great, but are beautiful to feel and hold. And, I, and as I often say, I really love the gold edging on these cards. And it's very fitting for anything to do with alchemy. So... These cards are a little bit different to your average cards. Um, they seem to be, I don't know, a, a little bit of a step up. Well, and that coincides with our stepping up too into life and into our spiritual understanding. Now, many people think that alchemy is all about spells and magic, but this is definitely not the case. Alchemy is about transformation finding your inner gold so as to give you the ability to create outer gold. Okay, so these cards, of course, are available on my website. Uh, if you just go to www.geraldinetegelove, which is spelled T-E-G-G-E-L-O-V for Victor E, geraldinetegelove.com. Okay, so let's get into the card, the new perspective. Now, I'll give you a little bit of background on this first to help then, you know, get into the reading itself, which will give you some understanding. As well as the astrological sign of Scorpio, alchemists often use the crow to symbolize the process of separation, which is the third step towards ultimate transformation you know, separating the good from the not so good. Not only does the black coloring of the crow represent the first stages of alchemy, but it also symbolizes the darkness of the night, giving birth to the light of a brand new day. During the process of what the alchemist called separation, he or she filtered and skimmed or sifted solutions to further separate the impurities from the genuine essences. Now, in their personal life, the energy of the crow helped to lift their level of consciousness into higher realms. And from here, the alchemists could see clearly what needed to be separated and discarded from their lives so as to discover 
their personal true essence. At long last, the alchemist was free of what had tied him or her to any negativity of the material world. So what does this card say to you? It says to you right in this moment, it doesn't matter whether you're hearing this now or tomorrow in six months' time, this is a, a special message just for you. It is also time for you to rediscover your magnificent, unique self. It's time to look at your life from a new perspective, from a higher perspective. From this view, you'll be able to see the opposing forces that are at work within you. Separate the good from the not so good and begin to live in such a way that allows your true, authentic self to shine. The simplest and one of the most effective ways of achieving this is by working with the element of air. So, how do we do this? Or how will you do this? Well, just by focusing your, on your breathing during meditation, you allow your breath to carry you above your material world to, to clearly see what needs to be separated off to expose the pure essence of who you are. And once you do that, well, I'm telling you, your light is already beginning to shine. And another simple way that is being suggested here is that you stop whatever you're doing. If you ever get into a little place of stress or anxiety, stop what you're doing and just breathe deeply. Three big deep breaths in and out. Drop those shoulders and allow that beautiful breath to carry you above whatever is happening around you and just look at it from a whole different perspective. It will make such a difference, I promise. Okay, now, if you're not quite sure of, um, you know, what this really means for you in your life, well, I'm going to give you another card that might just help, and I'm just choosing the card now. Okay, this is the butterfly card. This is like a reading on the reading. And the butterfly card is all about breaking free. I mean, how perfect to follow new perspective. And it says you've been in your cocoon for some time now, but the light of your transformation is beginning to shine. By turning around and looking at life from a new perspective, Butterfly opportunities are fluttering your way, so be prepared to put out your hands and gently hold those that speak to your heart. These will bring new life to your journey in the areas of health, wealth, and happiness. So this is really, really great advice, particularly following on from a new perspective it's telling you, yes, look at life from a new perspective. Break free from the old, you know, what used to be there, and, and just grab hold of a new look around life, and you can do that. And that helps you to break free from whatever you're holding on to at the moment or whatever challenge or struggle that you're sitting in at the moment. So uh, I guess it's 
Today, it's all about stepping into a whole new perspective and being that butterfly in your life. Break free from whatever's holding you back, from seeing the absolute best in life and what's there just for you. Come on, I know you can do it. Now, after the break, we have a beautiful wow moment, walk on water moment to share with you with a a wonderful lady who has a great message to share. So everyone, hang tight. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. Laughter was such good medicine, ancient Greek physicians sent their patients to visit comedians to be healed. In the 1300s, surgeon Henry D. Mondeville used to tell jokes to his patients in the recovery room. Dr. Mondeville must have been a bit of a vitzel such. That's a person who tells jokes and no one ever laughs. We laugh six times more when in the company of another person than we do by ourselves and 30 times more when we are in a group. Laughter isn't under our conscious control. If you've ever started cacinating at school, in church, or at a funeral, you know what I'm talking about. Cacinating is another word for uncontrollable laughter. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. We all know that we need to eat more fruits and vegetables every day. The Centers for Disease Control reported that only 32.5% of adults in the U.S. ate fruit two or more times daily, and just over a quarter of Americans ate vegetables three or more times per day. The nutritional recommendations are that you eat at least five servings of fruit and veggies daily. You need to make a conscious effort to fill your diet with fruit and veggies, and it's actually easy to do. Start by adding vegetables to your favorite dishes like broccoli and onions to your pizza. Add cut up carrots and peppers to your pasta. It's taken me a few years, but I can now say that the majority of our diet at home is vegetables and fruit. By making a conscious effort, you can do it too. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Visit our Facebook fan page at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Take a Love Live. And today, my goal is to assist you in working on your spiritual fitness so as to get all of those beautiful goals and dreams happening and becoming a, a reality in your life right here and right now. Now, this is our wow segment. And my guest today is going to be chatting about acceptance versus rejection. This is a huge concept and one that we all need to really take on board and and contemplate to a a great degree. You know, regardless of our culture, our color, our religion or spirituality, or what we've done or not done in life, 
it's all about understanding that each of us is on a path towards the light of understanding, towards that beautiful source energy that we've all come from. And until we get this light of understanding and accept everyone for who they are and the journey that they're traveling, well, basically, we're not going to create that peace and love and happiness in our lives that we all long for. So, let's get to it. It's time for my Walk on Water guest, who is the beautiful Kathy Crave. So, let me introduce my guest. Welcome, Kathy. Geraldine, I am so excited to be here. I just feel so honored. Oh, it's a pleasure. So, Kathy, because, you know, our time is fairly limited, let's get straight into it. Would you like to share with our viewers and listeners your wow moment? Yes, and it was so kind of you to ask me. I really, it caused me to think really hard about what I wanted to say. And so I wanted to focus in on how important a force rejection is versus acceptance. I just felt like you would love this, this whole concept, knowing how you love other people and how generous and gracious you are with your own spiritual perspective. So anyway, here's my story. When I first accepted Christ, I was 19. And it wasn't long after that that I had an abortion. And that those two stories are huge. I could tell them. But the part of those two stories as they came together and I lived through that experience that I really wanted to share is it took many years for me to be even able to say the word abortion out loud. I was so in such pain from that experience and from the choice I made that I really didn't know what to do to help myself. But after I had my first two babies... I realized I was going to have to get serious and find somebody who was professional to help me. And so I did. And in the process, I invited my husband to come into the counseling center with me and sit down with my counselor. And I was able to finally share with him part of my past I had never shared with even my own husband. Well, then the next step, and this is the wow part I wanted to share. The next step was to tell anyone else. Now, I had married David knowing that he had such a generous heart that he would forgive me even for the things I had not shared with him previous to our relationship. But telling another person was really scary for me. However, I had this sweet friend at church, and I thought, if I'm going to tell anyone, I'm going to tell her. So I sat down with her, and I had I told her, I have something really serious to tell you. My heart is just broken. I've been carrying this around in silence for six years or more. But here's what I want to share. I had an abortion and then I just held my breath because I didn't know if she would reject me or, or, or how she would respond. But, you know, I thought she would probably scold me or something, but this is the wow moment. I can hardly even talk about it even now. She wrapped her arms around me and then she shared with me something from her past. Now we were very, very close friends. And she would never hear that other story. But in my wounded and vulnerable space, where I invited her into my sacred place, instead of rejecting me or scolding me or shaming me, she wrapped her arms around me. And then she shared her sacred heart with me, that place where she felt that she had failed and how Jesus had forgiven her too. And it was such a tender, beautiful moment. And I think 
Geraldine, I'm so glad you asked me to do this because in thinking about it, I think that's why what I do now is so important to me. With my with my show, Fireside Talk Radio, I let other people tell their stories. And by doing that, we invite other people into our sacred. And I think the seed for that was planted in that moment when my friend wrapped her arms around me. And sometimes it is that we just need a listening, not ear, but a listening heart, isn't it? We just need someone to embrace us and say, it's okay. I think for me, the greatest thing, this is kind of the end of the story, and it comes back to Jesus in this way. I think he often comes to us in the form of, like his spirit moves in our lives, often through women. And in literature, we often see God's spirit is depicted as female. So there's something really beautiful about that. I, I'm not going to be able to explain that <laughs> over my pay grade. But as a woman and a person who's been very hurt and wounded and even some of that self-inflicted wounds, I think now more than ever at my age, I just appreciate the good women that God has put in my life who have demonstrated his love for me in their way, in their beautiful way of just loving me. Mm. So I'm really grateful for that. And I, I got to say, I see that in you. I, <laughs> I, I, I you're natural and I love that about you. So. Oh, Kathy, I understand that, you know, as often as we, we are, we tend to judge others. We have to stop and say, well, you know, what part did I play in this? And, and how have I, you know, I guess, hurt others or done things in the world that perhaps, you know, have added to that uh, not-so-positive energy state. So, Kathy, has this changed the way you live your life now? I'm so glad you thought to ask me that. <laughs> yes, because one, one thing that happened, I was going to write a, a a little note to a friend who lost a daughter, which is a very painful loss. And I was going to use that verse out of Isaiah. He was uh, despised. Well, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. And I really wasn't thinking about the first part of it at all. So I always look things up before I write them down just to make sure I have the context right. And the whole verse in, in Isaiah 53, three is he was despised and rejected by men. And suddenly it just dawned on me, death is a terrible thing and loss is a terrible thing. But in this verse, being acquainted with grief and being a man of sorrows is directly connected to rejection. And and I just think in families and in our communities, we don't really understand how powerful a force that is and how much pain is associated with rejection and how much sorrow and hurt so for me personally, the way that's changed me is I do my very best. I, I don't agree with people 100% of the time. Obviously, what would be the point of that? <laughs> you know? Why yes. would we try to agree all the time? It doesn't even make sense to me that people want to agree all the time. But I do try very hard when I don't understand somebody's perspective to still love and accept them. Just just do that for them. and Because that's what I would want, and it's what I do want in my life and in my family. So rejection is one of the things that I look at it as very toxic. I see it as something that um, is so powerful, but in a very negative way. And so because of that, I think I've gone the other direction in my life. I've tried to be very accepting and very loving and be like my friend and just wrap my arms around people. 
Well, I think that is truly the most wonderful way to go. Um, I mean, we all are traveling our own journey and our own sacred path. And I think it's so important, Kathy, that we do uh, accept everyone for the journey that they're taking. And if it's not the same as ours, well, so be it. It doesn't really matter. Um, it's walking that path in the best way that we possibly can. Kathy, I want to thank you so much for sharing your wow moment with us all. It is so appreciated. And I think, you know, I might have to have you back again so that you can share. And I'm sure you have lots of wow moments up your sleeve. That would be such a privilege. I, I just feel so honored to be included in what you're doing. And, and thank you so much for inviting me. What a, what a pleasure. Thank you, Kathy. Well, what a beautiful, beautiful guest on today's WOW segment. I, I just love the message, too, how important it is for us to, uh, as Kathy said, you know, wrap our arms around people. Now, we don't literally need to wrap our arms around them, but we do need to just accept everyone for the path that they're on. We may not agree with them. We may not particularly want to go that path ourselves, but that's beside the point. By accepting that person for exactly who he or she is, we're beginning to understand um, the bigger picture from a higher perspective of how everybody is traveling this journey, walking this planet in a, a totally unique way. And so why would we want to change that? They've chosen it. And they want to experience that and express themselves in, in ways that may be different to ours. But, hey, what does it matter? The most important thing is that we accept every single person that we meet, regardless of who they are or what they're up to or, or how they're living their life. We have to look beyond that and understand that whatever is happening in their lives is happening for a reason. Because, you know, walking the earth is really like going to school. <laughs> it's, it's gathering up so much information about what works, what doesn't work, what feels good, what doesn't feel good. And then we can take all of that home with us from the day and we can figure out, okay, so maybe I don't want to do that anymore because that doesn't make me feel good or feel right. Um, you know, maybe I want to hang on to this. It doesn't really matter. But I really want to thank Kathy so much for her sharing today. That takes courage to be able to share that message. And Kathy has shared it with us in such a beautiful way. So a huge thank you to Kathy. And I'm sure she has other messages for us too somewhere along the way. Okay, everyone, we're coming into break again. And after the break, I'm really going to get into how we can align ourselves with this first law of the universe of cause and effect or the law of compensation. Okay, we'll love it. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. It's words you never heard. May 
man cannot live by bread alone. He must have his peanut butter. Peanut butter is a pate of childhood, and it's not just for kids. His dogs love it, too. Last night, I gave my dog a pill hidden in peanut butter. What's a word for a messy concoction that helps the medicine go down? Sliver sauce. Mice apparently prefer peanut butter to cheese when it comes to luring them into the trap. But there are even more practical uses for peanut butter. Peanut butter contains natural oils, which makes it perfect for removing all kinds of sticky things, like gum stuck in your shoe or in your hair. What's a word for the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth? Arachibutophobia. And according to Barry Goldwater, if you don't mind smelling like peanut butter for two or three days, peanut butter is a darn good shaving cream. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. The largest joints in your body are your hips and knees, and they are often plagued with pain and can keep us from exercising. Millions of Americans have pain in these joints, and their pain can be short-term and injury-related, which is acute pain, or off-again, on-again pain, which is recurrent, or pain that lasts for three months or more, which is chronic. According to Harvard Medical School, the solution might be a set of exercises, pain relief medication, minor surgery, replacement, or some combination of these. The bottom line is, if you experience pain in any joint, Get it checked out by a doctor. Don't let pain and immobility keep you from exercising. Find out what the problem is, treat it, and get right back into the exercise groove. All the benefits of daily exercise lie ahead of you. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Teglov. Woohoo! Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Teglov Live. And if you have just joined me, today I'm sharing with listeners great ideas and practical solutions to getting to know the real you and your world by getting to know and understand how to work with universal law. Now, I'm going to give you lots of info here, but if you're looking for more, then may I suggest you pop over to spiritualfitness.tv, spiritualfitness.tv, because, you know, we get physically fit. Why would we not want to get spiritually fit? (laughs) That's for sure. Now, if you have missed any of today's show and you'd like to listen to all of it and lots of others, then you can download them from for free from iTunes. Just go to iTunes and search Geraldine Tegelov Live under the podcast. Or, of course, you can come here to Toginet, T-O-G-I-N-E-T, and listen and download from my show page. page. And um, you can also find the radio shows on my website, at uh, GeraldineTegelove.com. Okay, so time to get into what we want to talk about today and really uh, learn more about this. And it's the first law of the universe, the law of cause and effect. And this is the prime law that runs the universe. This is the one that we really need to get to know and understand, uh, not just on a, um, a, what do you call it, superficial level, but on a level pardon me, which enables us to live it in every moment 
of every day. You know, every teacher down through the ages and is still teaching, um, but, you know, everyone is taught, you, you reap what you sow, you get what you give, what uh, goes around comes around, or there is a consequence for every action. And some people just simply call it one word, karma. Now, the exciting news is that we know we are no longer having to question whether this is real or just a figment of someone's imagination. As quantum physicists are now showing us through quantum mechanics how this works on a, on a physical or a scientific level, you know, the, the subatomic level, these scientists have actually proven that we really can predict any outcome when we understand this law. So why would we not get to know it and begin to align with it so we can experience uh, amazing outcomes in our lives? Because, you see, the truth is that we are at cause of all we experience. Now, remember I said this before and most people will, you know, say no, no way. Well, <clears throat> the truth is that we can never escape this law because it works all the time, 24-7. So if we think we can get away from it, we can't. And we can't even sit on the fence and think we'll just take a little break and, and then jump back into life when we think it's a good time to do so. You see, regardless of whether we believe it or not, or whether we think it's fair or not, or even if we think it maybe only applies part of the time, this law is in action every second of every day right throughout the universe. So it's not just poor little old you and me. No, it's right throughout the universe. And the world of quantum is wonderful. So we, we no longer have to guess about laws such as this one because it helps us to see that we are the cause of the reality we're experiencing <clears throat> because what we observe, we experience. It is really important to understand what this word observe means because this is what the scientists tell us or the quantum physicists tell us. You know, what we observe is what we experience. So what does observe mean? Well, it really talks about what we place our attention on through the act of uh, seeing or believing or thinking or speaking or acting upon. Any of those, in that moment when we're doing any of those, we are observing. Hmm. So it's a bit bigger than, you know, we really truly have to understand what they mean by observe. So, okay, simplify this law. Let's bring it back to basics. In other words, what's the bottom line here? I, I'm not sure about you, but I'm a real bottom line girl. You know, just tell me the bottom. Don't tell me the whole story. Just give me the bottom line. <laughs> in a few words, we must give in order to get. It's not the other way around. This is how the law works. We have to give in order to get. And, and so we have to constantly say, well, what do I want to get in this life? Okay, well, I have to give it first. If I want to, to experience love, well, I have to give out love. If I want to experience 
Happiness? Well, I have to start giving out happiness. This is the way it works. And it's not the other way around. You can't sit back and go, well, I'm going to wait until I, you know, feel happy or you make me happy and then I'll, I'll give back happiness. It just doesn't work that way. You can't do it that way. That's not how the law works. We have to choose happiness first and be happy and then more happiness will come back to us and we're going to talk about how that happens in a moment, okay? So the fastest way to create anything you wish to be, do or have in your life is actually to give it out first and then it will come back to you in amazing ways. (laughs) Getting the picture? Good. And this law never, ever fails. As I said, you can't sit on the fence with this law because this is an ever-expanding universe. And as such, you and I are either expanding our consciousness or shrinking it. And I know which way I'd like to be going. How about you? (laughs) Yeah, I know which way you'd like to be going. Okay, so just a minute ago, I talked about the fact that it comes back multiplied. It, It is multiplicative. Now, I used to wonder about this. I think, you know, how could everything return to you multiplied? You know, you hear all the time, you not only get what you've given out or cause others to get, but it comes back multiplied. And I think, how can this possibly happen? So I really had to kind of look into it deeply to figure it out. Now, this law, the law of cause and effect, is also known as the law of compensation. And and I really like this name because it, it helps us understand that when we work in harmony with this law, we're compensated for our efforts. Hmm. It sounds pretty good, doesn't it? And we all like to be compensated. You know, if we put in the effort, we like to think that we're going to be compensated for those efforts. Like at work, if you really put lots of time, effort and energy into a project, you like to know that you're going to be compensated for that. Let's take this a step further. If you cause others to experience happiness, it will come back to you and you will experience happiness as well in even bigger and better ways. How does this all happen? And the same goes for wealth and success and health and love and peace and anything else you can imagine. Cause someone else to become successful and you cause success in your own life as well. I mean, this sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's time to really start pondering this and contemplating this in a big way. How can I cause someone else to be happy? How can I cause someone else to be successful? How can I cause someone else to be healthier? Mm. How can I cause someone else to, to experience love? It's, it is just a beautiful way to go. It really, truly is like receiving a bonus payout. (laughs) And we all love bonuses, don't we? Yeah. And by law, you experience a multiple 
of what you cause others to experience. Mm-hmm. So how does this work, Geraldine? Come on. You've been talking about this for so long, but tell me how, how does the comeback multiply? This is what I wanted to know. Well, you see, everything in this world is energy. It's all a, a seething ocean of energy. All these little subatomic particles everywhere. And, you know, we cause by observing certain things in life, we cause those little subatomic particles to come together and create what's called a quanta package. So every thought, word, emotion and action has a particular vibration. Each of these causes a movement outwards of the energy that is within us. And this ripple continues on and on and on. You think about it. Throw a, a stick or a, a, a pebble into the lake or the river. The ripples keep going, don't they? They don't just get to a certain point and stop. They keep rippling out. It's the same as if we think happy thoughts. That happiness ripples out. And other people, it, it bumps into other people and it helps them feel happy. They may not know why, but they just do. And then when they begin to feel happy, those ripples ripple out too and they come back towards you. And if you create, just imagine if you're walking down the street and you smile at everyone you see. You might think you're a little weird, you know, in this world, but, you know, try it. <laughs> and all those people who catch that smile and begin smiling – Imagine all the ripples that are of happiness that are going to come back to you. Now you can see how it becomes multiplicative. It works all the time, every time. It also works if you're feeling sad or angry or anything else. So it's probably a good idea to start creating those happy energy vibrations, yes, or those peaceful ones, or those healthy ones, or those successful ones, whatever you wish it to be. Now, I want to share more with you about this, and I'll continue in the next segment. So everyone, there's a little more to understand, but it won't be long, and we're going to have a look at what this really means for you in your life. Yes. Okay. Hang tight. Won't be long. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's words you never heard. Okay, ladies, listen up. Did you know recent studies are suggesting that women with skinny waists but sizable hips are smarter than other women? Scientists at the University of Pittsburgh and the University of California gave cognitive tests to a group of 16,000 women and girls of different body types and found the women with the greatest hip-to-waist proportions scored higher. Hmm, I guess that would make me a walking encyclopedia Britannica. Now, hold on, that doesn't mean it's okay for us to be a powder pigeon. That's another name for a woman whose sizable hips can take up a whole supermarket aisle. Research suggests that the fat around fuller hips and thighs holds higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids, which helps the brain. I'm not sure if I would rather be able to do the Sunday crossword puzzle or get into those jeans I bought 10 years ago. It's words you never heard. 
I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. According to the Mayo Clinic, your fitness level affects resting heart rate. Your emotions, activity level, body size, air temperature, and body position affect it also. For normal adults, a lower heart rate at rest generally implies better cardiovascular fitness and a more efficient heart function. The normal resting heart rate ranges from 60 beats per minute to 100 beats per minute for an adult. Keep in mind that a well-trained athlete has a resting heart rate closer to 40 beats a minute. To measure your heart rate, check your pulse first thing in the morning at your wrist or neck for 10 seconds and multiply that number by six to determine how many times your heart beats in one minute. Keep your daily exercise up to keep your resting heart rate down and to keep your heart fit and efficient. I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, we are back and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live. Now, each week during this segment, we take the time to meditate either through a guided spirit in nature meditation or a song. And today it's a song. So why do we do this? Well, because meditation plays such an important role in helping us to connect to our spirit self and hear its messages loud and clear. If you have questions and have not been able to find the answers, then it's time to relax into meditation because this really it just puts you in a space that quiets the mind and allows you to hear what is being said, okay? Now, today's meditation is a beautiful one. It's the song Hearts, Hands and Minds. And this song really is in keeping with um, all that we've been talking about today, the first law of the universe and Kathy's mess, beautiful message about acceptance. So, Right now, I want you to relax, take a deep breath in and out, relax those shoulders, relax yourself back into the chair or wherever you are, and let's just turn off from the world around us and listen to hearts, hands, and minds. Peace. 
is so hard to find A hand stretched out in giving Reaching out into the world Giving to each other See a miracle unfurled One hand, one mind One heart, it's all divine you enjoyed that little time out and hopefully the mind had a little holiday too and you were just able to relax and just breathe and just be with yourself 
Uh, and that's inner self, not the mind that keeps talking on and on about everything all day long. Meditation is a beautiful way to go to give you that that place of peace that you you know we all long for that. Okay, so back to what we were talking about in the last segment, that first law, that law of cause and effect. And remember, we now know or we spoke about the, the fact that every single thing you were experiencing has had a cause. And by knowing the power of this law, this first law, you can actually predict the future by looking at what you're currently thinking speaking and feeling right in this moment of now and it's time really once you get to know this law you have to be real with where you are right now it, you have to take time out to sit and go well yeah what is it what am I doing to myself and ask yourself questions like what are my dominant thoughts and emotions Throughout a day, what would be the dominant thought that I have? What would be the dominant emotion that I'm feeling? How am I treating others? Do I judge and criticize? Do I blame others? Do I always look outside of myself to find uh, the cause of what I'm experiencing? Well, it's time to look inside Take a long, hard look at your thoughts, a long, hard look at the words that you speak and and what you feel towards other people and situations and events because it's all adding up and it's all the cause behind the effect. And the effect is what you're living right now, today. But the exciting part is that you can change that and begin to live in a way that you truly want to live. And how do we do that? Well, we become consciously aware of what we're experiencing right now. And then we start to look behind that to find the cause because there's always a cause. So you take a look at your life right now. You take a good look around you and go, well, am I enjoying this? Do I really like this? Well, maybe I like that part of it, but I don't like this. So what am I doing to cause that effect? That's the question you need to ask and look behind it, behind the cause. And you'll discover some pretty interesting things. <laughs> yeah. Now, the big thing here is not to feel guilty about what's in the past. The past is in the past. You can't do anything about it. Just leave it there. So don't feel guilty about it. Just know that it's something that you needed to experience for some reason or other, and now you choose to change it. It's as simple as that, and then let it go. Accept that what you're experiencing has been caused by you, and that's quite okay. So now it's time to move on and begin to live by design, deliberately. Begin to live what you truly want to experience. So if you haven't been happy, if you've been sitting in a very sad, depressed state, then you have to somehow or other drag yourself in, make the decision and the choice to be happy. 
drag yourself into that space, even if it's just a short little time for the day. You know, start with five minutes and then move on to 10 minutes or whatever. Begin to live by design deliberately, and that's how you do it. Choose what you wish to experience more of and begin to live it today. It takes a bit of practice and it takes a bit of effort and energy, but you can do it. Choose, as I said, what you wish to experience more of and start to live that. And then all you really have to do is know without a doubt that you can achieve your desired outcome. Because what we observe in life, what we see or feel or do or, or, you know, all of those things, we actually create the outcome around that. So if you want to be experiencing something new and beautiful and exciting and happy and successful, whatever it is, you can do it. Oh, this has been huge for today. And if you could just begin to take this on board and live it, I know that your spiritual fitness is going to absolutely blossom. <laughs> you will be the person, you know, walking down the street and people will feel how good you feel. And you'll change the world one day at a time by just becoming the person that you truly wish to be. Okay, everyone. Sorry, it's time to finish today's show. I've had a wonderful time. I hope something has clicked with you today. I'm sure there is a message there for everyone. In the meantime, have a wonderful, wonderful week, everyone. I wish everyone a million blessings of happiness, love, and peace. Bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not?